Charlie. We're uh, just near the summit of Winder. Everyone's been out for about an hour and 35 minutes, so expecting the leaders to come through in the next 15, 20 minutes or so. Um, weather, it's sort of a bit sticky, a bit muggy. Um, it was a bit chillier early on, there's sort of clag coming in and out. You can sort of see the hot air coming out of the valley and condensing into clouds as it hit the tops. Uh, there was a bit of rain, but that seems to have disappeared, or that could be different over the north end of the course. Um, yeah, by all accounts of the uh, Checkpoint 1 marshals, people going in all directions off Aaron Hall, which is uh, impressive as you literally run to the top and turn left. It's, uh, it's not that difficult. Um, but yeah, the sun's sort of coming out now. Looking forward to uh, cheese and pickle butties on the summit. Uh, in terms of the race, uh, I think Chris Richards hasn't started. He's been struggling with an injury since the Welsh race. So uh, yeah, I think looking at his training log, he, he, yes, he wasn't going to be racing because it would just be too much he's not the only person to have had that idea uh but uh yeah other than that i'll uh, get back to you as people start coming through the summit and we'll see what happens all right charlie a bit windy yeah it certainly was a bit windy there so i will report that uh nick's message said billy cartwright and brennan townshend were coming through at the front of the race i hope this really feels like you're there you know back there that Saturday a couple of weeks ago. Billy's making a move already. They're somewhere together. Billy's already got 10 metres and it's just extending. They're just, just about to dive out of sight. Hopefully I'll be able to see them in the bottom. Um, I mean, this is coverage on par with, you know, the commentary of the 66 um, World Cup, really, isn't it? But then there's a bit of a gap. I was Ben Rothery next. I think we've had the binoculars out. Um, I can confirm it was Ben Rothery having such a good year and in third place at Sedba, looking like second overall in the uh, champs this year. I think coach Sarah McCormack has uh, earned her pennies. So yeah, there we go. Billy and Brennan are just disappearing over the over the hillside. Amongst the wind, uh, Nick waxes lyrical about Billy Cartwright's downhill abilities. Ooh, hello. I think Nick actually falls into a wind tunnel there. I just heard something amongst that about booking holidays. Not, not sure what his, uh, his joke was there. Shame. They're always good ones. Here we go. So Grant Cunliffe and Dan Howarth heading up on a different line. Say hello to Charlie. Aim for those people. No, left. Let those people there just to the left of them. There we go. Dan Howarth couldn't find his way out of a paper bag. Uh, so, yeah, that was probably about a minute. Billy and Brennan had on Ben. And then Grant and Dan. Still can't see anyone popping out at the bottom. Oh, there we, there we go. So, Billy's just hitting the track. And yeah, he's got a decent gap on Brennan now for that steep descent into the bottom. Yeah, so that's probably about 20 second gap that Billy's got over Brennan at the bottom. Uh, Dan's sort of zigging and a bit. Oh, but there we go, he's found the right line now. He just needs to decide which way he's coming off it. So, uh... After Dan, probably about a minute to Tim Lamont, and another minute or so to Ben Sharrock, who was uh, just pulling away from Chris Oldsworth. 
ninth, Matt Elkington, looking probably the most tired of everyone, but, you know, this is a bit too long for him, this. And then uh, Jebby, just behind, so that's the top ten for the men. Hello, Charlie. So, the first women have just been through Winder, and it was Nick Jackson, right with Cat Taylor, uh, right together. Uh, interesting to see how, how that's played out through the race, but already stretched the lead out there she already had a good sort of 40 50 meters on cat which yeah we know how nick can descend uh so yeah that's looking well you expect nick to take that but we'll see on the rest of the descent so not seen the women finish couldn't quite pick them up or meet binoculars uh but third one was rose mather from york knows my coming through a couple of minutes after the front two and then Sharon Taylor maybe a minute or so off looking at the men's teams we think Keswick probably got the first yeah the fifth runner home was probably just around the 20s and I think Helm are doing pretty well having a chat with Billy Proctor we think Helm have got the end with the next in with five a few teams were sort of three in but then sort of waiting for their fourth and fifth counters but we think that's where it's at the moment so yeah if Nick Nick wins that's four wins out of four in the British and uh, yeah taking the British Championship so uh, yeah I think she was holding on to that on the road by from what I, what I could see So rounding up the women's race, uh, so we left you with fourth. So fifth was uh, last from Bella Houston Roadrunners, who I don't recognise. Uh, sixth was Vic Wilkinson. Seventh was Lizzie Brown. Eighth was Emily Cup Coles. Ninth was Lou Osborne. Uh, tenth was Lisa Watson. Eleventh is Mel Price. And eleventh is someone from Dark Peak who we don't recognise <laughs> my guessing is that was former Totley runner and now Dark Peak runner Despina Badini who uh, Bart so nicely uh, wished luck and also predicted she might have a good run sounds like she had a strong one there you go uh, that's Sedba thank you very much to Nick Barber, roaming reporter, doing another excellent job standing out there in the wind, wind tunnel or just the wind, and uh, giving us his take on the front end of the race. I will read out all of the results for the age categories at the end of the episode. But first up, I am in Chamonix, and it's lovely to be joined by... Harry Bolton, who I've been hoping to interview, and his good friend and today's co-host, Jake Collier. This is a podcast, we talk about running, we talk about other things too. So please come and join us, we hope you enjoy this. This is on the bake. Music, huh? What? Or did you put it afterwards, the intro? Oh, yeah, no, I don't record the intro every time. Yeah. yeah. What do you think of that, lads? A uh, little bit of the, you know, we're here at UTMB. I mean, the coverage of UTMB is pretty 
it fades fades into insignificance next to the coverage we've got of the English Fell Champs, really, doesn't it? I mean, yeah. I mean, the weather the weather forecast is probably the most protruding uh, thing now. I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like I've really set myself now, to be honest. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Good blow by blow count there. Blow yeah. by blow by Nick Barber. Yeah, I mean, we didn't really need to know about Matt out because he looks tired anyway all the time. So <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll find out. He's just out on a run right just now. Just out on a run now, yeah. So uh... come back by blowing out his ass. Thank you. That- you should end it with the dinner dog. Dinner's that, ready. That there is the voice of Ben. Bert Barker Doc. Ben yeah. Barker. Barker D O double G. Just found the podcast. Last seen in the Beijing Olympics 2008. <laughs> <laughs> Last seen wearing a towel, but he's now got some lovely Team GB trousers on. Yeah. And no, and no and a on his gorgeous head. shirt, and he's done his hair for us. I'm joined today by the Welsh Dragon, Jake Collier, not Jacob Collier, the uh, Grammy Award nominee, yeah. also known as the Soft Mullet Specialist yes, from Keswick KC, and Harry Bolton, current under-23 British and English champion, holder of the Lakeland Classic Trophy. Anything to add on that, Jake? Harry Bolton, some may call him Juan, some may call him Tony Bolton's albino minion. <laughs> He was born in Bali, he was made in Wigton, Cumbria, and he's normally found driving around in some form of creamy Fiat. Creamy Fiat. Some cream-coloured Fiat. Also known as the Pope-mobile. The Pope-mobile. Have you seen Harry's Fiat currently in that? I haven't, actually. Have you seen the Pope's car? I have seen the Pope's car. Well, you don't need to see Harry's Fiat then, because you've already seen Harry's Fiat. (laughs) (laughs) The Pope-mobile. Brilliant. Is it? Do you give people to you know lifts to fell races in that, Harry? Are you um, I've, I've only had it for about a month before it came out, but yeah, it's been used for a few fell races. Probably yeah. used for more races whilst I've been away than before I went. Away. How did you christen the Pokemobile, for want of a word? Was it? What was <laughs> the first race? Um, I'm not sure. You went to, went to Howtown, did you? Uh, went to Howtown, yes. Spent the night at it before Howtown. Um, really? It's been up to Scotland for the British Champs race. Was Howtown a good race for you? Um, yeah, it was alright. Um, not a bad debut for the car. Not a bad, you've not you've a got bad to debut, look at yeah. your results, you know, from yeah. reflection to having the Pokemobile, really. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's, not bad. It's, <laughs> it's been used by your parents more recently, no? Yeah. Yeah, on a little trip. Yeah. By dad for Wales. Ah. It's been stolen. Tony Bolton's been taking it for the fell races. Yeah. You yeah. know what you can do. It's now on the, the official Northern Fells team van. Actually, Donny Clark got in touch with me and asking me how you feel that actually your dad's kicking your ass um, <laughs> in fell running this year. Because actually, in terms of podiums, mm, uh, yeah, he's yeah, more successful this year. Oh, it's good to see. Yeah. And he's an absolute <laughs> brute. Have you seen him in a vest? What? What? Like shredded? He is shredded. Yeah, is he? I remember I saw him. What was the race? Was it Lord C? I remember seeing him after that and I've never looked at him the same way actually. The <laughs> there we go. Tony Bolton is shredded. You heard it here first. Straight into the big issues on the pod. Oh yeah. <laughs> Early doors. Obviously you're shredded yourself, I've heard, Harry. Um, <laughs> spend a lot of time in the gym preparing yourself for these big big victories. Yeah, all your... the time actually. Probably yeah, probably about fifteen to twenty hours a week in the gym. <laughs> You'd know just percent gym. <laughs> never seen without a protein shake, I've heard. Yeah. Okay. Pumping iron. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, I can't say I'm in the gym too much myself. No? Don't think really don't think I need it to be honest. 
Nah, you not just for fellow racing. Fully formed, aren't you? Fully formed, yeah. Good jeans. So yeah, we we find ourselves all in this lovely chalet that you've rented just north of Chamonix, yeah. and you guys have been out in your van for what a couple of months now. Start of July, is it? Yeah, about yeah. two months now. We've given her a good scene too. She's been through it. Um, Where's she been? <laughs> she's been all over to me. Been now. around the block well, a bit. Well, people speculate what me and Harry get up to in the van. Yeah. It's, it's fairly mundane, actually. Um, <laughs> Shock us through it, actually. Well, my van's got no windows, so people just assume, <laughs> you know what I mean, as well. Oh. It's a white van what? with no windows. Ah, okay. What, so, you're like work, then? Mm, I guess that's probably a nice way to put it, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's fairly mundane. We, uh... Actually, I spend a lot more time in the van, don't I? Yeah, you I do. I nap. Harry likes to explore. Harry's a lot more of a tourist than me. Is he? Yeah. He usually tries to take me to some sort of, I don't know, attraction. And hilltop usually, village or yeah, something. Along the, instead of just plowing uh, around the Get a bit of culture. Yeah. Culture, and I usually yeah. just let him go off with his camera and then I'll steal the old photos nap. afterwards. Yeah. yeah. Nice, yeah. Pretend I'll be in there. I'll take them. You'll post them. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> so you've had a good... Couple of months away together. Yes, we went straight from we went all the way to where was the first stop? Um, we stopped at Flatter Trail first. Flatter Trail and all I know, so that was a big shift. That was a good yeah. nearly thirty hours driving that. In a one, so, in a one, yeah. Split even. <laughs> no. Wow. So I said to Harry originally, that I'll get you and Sean on the van. And yeah. It didn't seem too keen. No. And then I did offer. He did offer halfway through the trip, but then I was like, if I let him drive, yeah. I can then no longer pull the I've driven us here card. Do you know what I mean? So I tried to do the whole shift really so then I could sort of use it to my advantage but I didn't have to pull it too many times. I was going to say how often have we pulled that? Not too many times. I mean, the, the it's only time about twice a day. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He'd ask <laughs> if we could turn off to some hilltop village that's only half an hour away and I'd say, no, I'm driving here so I'm doing what we want. Do you know what I mean? So, Harry, you're navigating on the road, yeah? I'm not allowed to navigate. Passenger princess that just can't navigate, yeah. Um, I'll ask him where the direction is and then he'll get his phone out but can't, can't do it, sorry. <laughs> yeah, my phone's got this problem where when it gets too hot, it just forgets to navigate. It can't navigate, loses data, so we just end up just staying where we are. Yeah, that's the thing as well. Apple needs to sort out. Both of our phones have been yeah. like getting burningly hot. Yeah. Like really hot. Yeah. And like the thing is, if I'm doing like a 20 hour shift, I need to be charging my phone while I'm driving. Yeah. But if I charge it, it just gets really hot. Really so hot. it's a bit of a catch 22. <laughs> this is great banter. It really is. Load it here first. Yeah, definitely. I mean, luckily it shouldn't affect fell running too much because, you know, you shouldn't have your iPhone charging hard in your pocket during a fell race. But definitely, yeah. now on the road, yeah, I can see that. Mine gets really warm, but you can't use maps without your mapless. Yeah, no, so, I can't. Oh, yeah, I can't see it affecting fell running too much, no. actually. You haven't taken a big map of Europe then? We haven't, no. Big AA. A big, big, big Harvey's map to, with a compass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to flick through. Taking yeah. a bearing on the motorway. So, Fletter Trail, both of you raced? Both of us raced. Both of us raced, well, both. I raced badly, I don't want to speak for you. Mm, similar. Both raced fairly badly. What was it like, just? I don't know, it wasn't even that hot this year. I think yeah. it was the journey, you know, the journey took it out of yeah. us. Well, so, you, could you did it all in one day to get there, did you have many well, days Well, we stopped the race? off a couple of times, but it was like, it was just pretty, we were doing like at least six hours a day in the van, you know? Yeah. Um, and the problem was in my van, actually. When I got my van converted, they made the frame with the seat fully forward and fully face forward. Oh, no. So then when they realised they'd done it and they couldn't put it all the way back, so now my ankles, my legs are literally over the, pe- pe- the pedal like this at 90 degree, 
And like, so like, you got my, the, the world's my, tightest my, hamstrings. Yeah, and the world's most strongest ankle, actually. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm but only one. Only yeah, one I'm is constantly strong. feathering. That's what I'm doing. I'm constantly feathering. Yeah. So it's a bit of a problem, really. So have you got an imbalance now? You've got one really big calf. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit. But yeah, since I've had the back, I've had quite a few problems with the right foot. So there's oh. probably some sort of correlation there. But yeah. I think over time, I'll probably be a Even out. Yeah, probably get a Or switch strong. legs. Um, yeah, no, I don't think I could do my accelerate with my left foot. I don't think that'd be... <laughs> I don't know, cross-legged could be quite good. Yeah, cross-legged, I guess. Do you know what is going to be a problem, actually? Yeah. Sorry, this is... Living without, living without Harry. Well, actually, yeah, because I've got to drive home without Harry, and the problem is here, all the tolls, are on the, the machine's on the left-hand side. Yeah, it's a problem, so isn't it? So, I've done a few already, and I've, I've sort of got into the habit of, like, handbrake on, yeah. arm rest up, jump across the seat, but I've done two now. No, I've done three, and two times I've left it in gear and jolted forward towards the barrier. So I'm a little bit worried about the drive home. Oh. Are you going to check in with him, Harry? Um, I could do. I could <laughs> <laughs> no care in his yeah. road. No <laughs> care. Sad. You're out on the road on yourself. So no, it's a dog eat dog world, to be honest. Oh, <laughs> I'll leave you a good review on either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need it. So you you didn't have a good race at Fletcher because you had one massive ankle from all yeah the, just one the massive driving. ankle yeah someone said ankle that made you run in circles yeah pretty much and then Harry didn't have a good no race no real excuse to be honest no just uh, yeah just a couple of off days mm. <sighs> although we did it we did it last year and again I did you race that bad last year did you um I did a, felt like I did all right last year in the trail race but this yeah. year was about five minutes slower so yeah. Oh. Mm. But the VK, yeah, both bad, bad times, yeah. Is there a good time, the VK? Yeah, I've had good times in the VK. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And Flutter as a whole is a great race. The actual, we just race badly, but the actual weekend... Just, we're just there for the party. Yeah, anyway. it's so good. Just yeah. the general vibes. Yeah, yeah, I performed better at the party than doing the race. <laughs> party, yeah. Anything to hear on that, Harry? Mm, probably not for this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, where, where did you go on to after Fletcher? Oh, where was it? Yeah, oh, a Ruby Sky race. Yeah, a couple of valleys over. Um, yeah, it's like a sort of quite a historical sort of thing. There was, used to be a, a big relay race there um, where there was like the first two legs were both marathons and then the last one was like a vid for Art of Helmets. Okay. Um, and then they stopped doing that for a few years and now they've brought it back as like a like an ultra sort of race. And we did yeah. the shorter one there, which was like seemed quite low-key didn't it mm, yeah it was bit. yeah what was it 1500 meters to start uphill yeah it's pretty rough then a, <laughs> then a big like grassy traverse oh yeah like knife edge like it was if you i mean one wrong foot you, that's kind of it then really really yeah yeah, yeah. oh right um I, so i actually got to the top of the climb with harry and then um, overtook me whilst i was having a wee yeah harry's having a wee like tom pickcock style he was sort of on the edge of the cliff just sort of <laughs> running and pissing at the same time yeah. <laughs> Um, and then yeah, so you got away a bit, didn't you? But yeah, yeah. So they've got great weeing technique. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think it's actually possible for men to wee and run at the same time. That's a good point. Oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe I've heard this from you actually. Yeah. What? It just stops the stream. I feel like yeah, there must be some like mechanical thing where because you can't. Because women definitely can. We know. We we've, we've we've heard, know people who do we and run at the same quite time. A few, yeah. 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 Um, obviously we won't name them though. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> they know who they are. Um, but yeah, we won't mention the names. But yeah, I don't think men can. I don't think men can do that. Well, there you go, listeners. If there's anyone out there who is male and can we and run simultaneously, 
please email on the backfootpod at gmail.com and let us know. I mean, I mean we, we won't you, announce you, but it'd be nice I mean, to... Surely it's like you need sort of evidence for that, but you're not going to ask them to say, do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's... It's yeah. a tricky one. You just sort of... See, this, I guess this, it, you could do a video, an anonymous video. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not, no. This no. used to make me laugh, actually, because in football we used to occasionally have drug testing. Yeah. And because I worked with the youth team first, there'd be, like, lads who had got called up to, like, the men's or the under-23s, but still need to be drug tested. But because they were, like, under-18... They had to have someone watch them pee, but because they were under 18, they had to have someone watch the person watching them Really? Pee, just to make, you know, just sort of like a safeguard. Spectatorception, that is, yeah. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, so, yeah, you, you so actually... So, what was your had, role? I was just there to just make... Just watching the person watching. The person, <laughs> the person watching, watching yeah. I, I think I had to sign to say who they were, like, as a medical... Like, and Did they need DBS checks, or...? And potentially, I think I I was also there to sort of like say that the drug testers weren't up to stuff like yeah, I don't yeah. know like popping like stuff in the samples or whatever. Yeah, it was strange. It was yeah. Weird dynamic. Like, it was how, a weird dynamic. Uh, yeah. So was it like? But we could we could potentially you know get in touch with some of the UK doping mm. agencies to test whether if a man steps forward to say he is wee and went running. They've got people who watch people wee, and they've got people who watch people watch people wee. So they have the but they're manpower. All they've got running at the same time too. Uh, yeah, they'd be running. Yeah, they wouldn't just be in a cubicle. No. Doing a treadmill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> treadmill test. It's going to take a lot of money, but we might. We we'll might there. prove. Yeah, might prove something scientific. Mm. I would not be surprised if this has already been tested, because this is quite a profound idea. I it, reckon Jack see, Kenzel must have tried it. Yeah. He's yeah. the man to speak to. But then, if he could, I don't. He's sort of like an N plus like one. Mm, yeah. yeah. Who do you reckon if, if you were to put if you were to pick someone from far running, do you think could do that? Who do you reckon it'd be? Yeah, it's a great question. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you wouldn't rule out Joe Stewart. I reckon he probably could do it. Is I mean, is it a talent or just got a really weak bladder? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, a few of the sixties might be able to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, definitely, we definitely stumbled across something here. Yeah. So it's probably in the podcast in itself, really. Yeah. So another episode, we'll so, get we'll get a specialist. Watch yeah. this space. Yeah. So you guys got to the top of the climb. <laughs> Harry had a wee, which which put him out of the race. It's impressive Beverly. that you realised you, you remembered where that tangent came from, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and you struck like this was your moment. You're like, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it was, yeah. I, I think I almost took it as a chance to have a chat with you, actually, didn't I? I, mean, I didn't really pull away at all. Oh, I don't know. Well, I, I Did you think I tried it? <laughs> Comes back to the doggy dog comment he made earlier, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you legged it. Legged it, yeah, and then he got me quite quick, actually, after that. Because you was... a wee, or just because you were struggling? No, no, didn't need a wee at all. Um, I'm not going to lie, now. Um, yeah, it was pretty rough, actually, that, that traverse. It was, what, like 10k of, like... Literally, like, just on an edge, wasn't it? Basically, and like a few bits with like ropes and stuff, but like complete drop offs. It was like, wow. yeah. And then last ascent, I had a fast ascent. I'm not gonna lie, no, I'm not, gonna not fast enough though. Not fast enough. <laughs> though, yeah, so obviously I saw him across the river there, just crossing the line. But it was a good, it was a good race. It was good fun. Yeah, good and I think Eva's went into it too, sort of. Yeah, just a yeah. just a nice fun sort of training run. Yeah. That's two races. It's two races. Then we had. Weekend off racing, um, 
did a bit of non-running. Yeah. To Some non-running. Went to Florence. Uh, oh, wine tasting. A bit of wine tasting oh, in Tuscany. The culture. Yeah. As said, yeah. yeah. We're looking for it, yeah. Went to a few hilltop villages. Love a hilltop village, yeah. don't you? Yeah. yeah. We went to Florence. We went to... See, the wine tasting was good. The wine tasting was good because I'd never done anything like that. I think you, have you done something like that before? Yeah, I've done that before. It's pre-race activity in Gran Canaria. With uh, well, Mr. Dugdale and Mr. Richards. So Harry was already an expert at swirling around and giving it a good old yeah. for his eye. Um, and then, yeah, he sort of meant to look at the legs on it. Isn't that that? Yeah. There's a few um, Australians there. There was a few Australians there, actually. Bloody yeah. lovely pair of legs on him. There you go. About the wine, that was. Oh, he didn't know he was impersonated, did he? Yeah, yeah, he's actually quite good at them. Oh, you see Harry's drumming, actually. That's another that's something else. <laughs> Harry's drumming. Great drumming, yeah. So. so, on to the next race in Italy, is that right? Yeah, yeah. not too far from Rome. It's the, the Youth Sky Running World Champs. So oh, wow. There's quite a lot of other Brits there. Yeah. Um, yeah, and... Uh, Go yeah, they've right. got a yeah went pretty well, and they've got a VK race on Friday, yeah, and then a Sky race on the Sunday. Yeah. And you still feel the term youth because you're getting to the, are you getting to the top <laughs> of the twenty threes now? Um, so yeah, in, in fell running, I'm I'm twenty three now, so I'm not under twenty three anymore. Yeah, um, but the Sky running was twenty three and under, so it's ah. probably the oldest person in the race, being a January birthday. Yeah, wait, when's your birthday? Yeah? 25th of January. 25th of January. So made, made about 25 days, it's a pretty amazing yeah. trip for you guys to be having in your early 20s getting out in the van. Yeah, no, yeah. pretty lucky actually. Uh, what made you uh, bring that up? Do you think we look you... No, I just think like I didn't have my poo together, let's use a polite word, to have organised a camper van, uh, lots of races. Um, you know, it's, I think it's a really cool thing to have done, isn't it? You know, and you've seen quite a lot of, mainly Italy so far, I'm hearing. Yes, and actually Italy, oh, I can't say that really. Yeah, it's my favourite. Yeah. Yeah, Italy's the best, isn't it really? Like, okay, it's, it's, it's the, the best. I thought you were favourite, I thought you were doing a slag of country off, but... No. I mean, I've slagged off for its London France there really, but like... Um, yeah. yeah, you just said you prefer it, that's fine. Like quite a bit actually, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just so good. Like, the price, the food, yeah. the language... Yeah. coffee everything's great so everything's slightly better price in comparison to France and Switzerland would you say that? yeah yeah very welcoming very friendly yeah the yeah. running's the running's good running's very good so for our listeners yeah. best places you've been to run in Italy then can you recommend some places Ooh, yeah. um, Abruzzo is very good where the sky, youth sky running was yeah um, people probably don't even think about that because it's like south of Italy so it's, it's like yeah. the imagine the Dolomites but like quieter cheaper and like okay. only Italians there pretty much okay um, yeah but again really, they were like really well it was nice yeah, yeah. Um, and have you been wild camping as in I mean not like it's not really wild in a van is it but like have you been staying in campsites or no we've just been staying up? in like non-restricted part like nice but we've been really lucky actually like we've had not that many like bad encounters we got woken up one morning by some guy asking for money but like you know yeah. you can't find that he was, yeah he was trying to knock on the van he was trying to sell us cigarette lighters mm. like 8 in the morning yeah. Barney or I didn't I, 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 I had plenty of cigarettes <laughs> I didn't really need anymore <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah and then I don't know I'd probably say Val where we did a Ruby Sky race that was pretty cool but it's yeah. a lot more um, what would you say not 
not as well trodden. What would you say? Like more Quite like inaccessible. A, inaccessible, yeah. Yeah. Like the mountains are. Really, like you look up at me, think, how is that? Like There's like a few paths, but yeah. like, that it was pretty, pretty like remote. Yeah. Okay. And all these races, are these races that you've always dreamed of doing or do you just get online, well, do a bit of research before your trip? Yeah. I mean, so like the, the World Cup ones, like so Flatter, yeah. and that, that's quite a well-known series. And like yeah. They're known for like, their hospitality. Like, that's just a really good, yeah. they're good really races to do. But Harry does his research. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The first time, I, when I was 19, we did a similar sort of trip. Okay. Um, and I just made like a big spreadsheet of like all the different races in Europe and then uh, like since then and then like since then I've just sort of been keeping track of like when races are happening and like finding new ones and like making note of those and things so yeah, just trying to like fit them all together in like a, a logical route that makes sense so, so this is probably fair to say I mean I wanted to get Harry on the podcast because I've heard it rumoured you are one of the nicest guys in the fell running <laughs> would we Jake's made a face, but we, we can come back to that. But also, I think, like, yeah, I read a piece he did on Old Crown Round. Um, lovely writing, Harry. And i sort of seen you from, you know, you read something about someone and you watch them. And then you've gone and last year, like you say, you won the English Fell and the British Fell. And you just always, at, he's at all the races, isn't he? he is, and he's yeah. just up there in the mix. So it'd be nice to hear, like, if you've done that, you did that trip when you were 19. Talk us through your way into fell running. And Jake, you're welcome to just chime in. No, anything, <laughs> yeah. Any point on your mate here. Um, yeah, so I sort of did like little bits of like cross country and things at school. Um, in Bali, is this? No, this is in Keswick. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> just got to check that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so this is um, in Keswick. Um and I never really thought much about it, just sort of did it on the side of playing football. And then when I got too You're old... You're a footballer as well? Yeah. Um, oh, what, what do you reckon he is? Like, uh, <laughs> I can't see him in the centre-half. Really good bench warmer, I'd say. <laughs> Says Mr. 14. Oh, <laughs> here we go. Ooh. Yeah, continue. Um, and then sort of got to like the oldest, older stage group of the juniors um, and realised I just preferred running than kicking the ball. Yeah. Um, and then my school teacher. Who's actually here doing UTMB? Yeah, we saw you chat. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he comes every year. He's doing the UTMB. I think this is the first year he's not done it. Um, wow. But he's been he's been doing it for like probably like a decade or something. Oh wow! Doing like all the different races. Yeah. Is he a um, fell runner as well? I think he used to do fell running, but it's mostly ultras now. Okay, done full um, ultra. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he was sort of recommended that I went along to um, like a Keswick training session, um, and the first Keswick training session was. I pl- I'd sort of planned to do bits of road and cross country. Yeah. And then the first run was going up Latrig and that was kind of that. <laughs> and then next thing I know, so I'm how doing... how old were you then? I was 16. Was Jake there? Oh, no, I was... I was not, I'm very recent, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You're still over in Lincolnshire and Wales. Don't know why I was doing at 16. Yeah, probably in the heart of Wales somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Deepest, darkest Wales. Yeah. Come back to that. Yeah. And then, so you're 16, you're running up Latrig and you're like... Am I pronouncing that right? Latrig? Is it La- a bit Latrig, French? Yeah. Latrig. Yeah, yeah. No, Latrig. Just under Skidor. <laughs> Skidor. <laughs> and then you're getting involved with Keswick now and that's it. Never look back. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and then I was, I've never really had any like particularly like outstanding results or anything, but just yeah. like, enjoyed doing it. Yeah. Um, and then sort of... Any mentors within the Keswick group? People um, you looked up to when you joined at that age? Yeah, there's quite a few. Um, Mark Lamb was pretty good. Yeah. 
sort of took me under his wing and, and yeah. um, like went out for runs with him and things when I first started. So yeah, that was pretty good. Got okay. me into it there. You keep up with him all right? Um, not at that age, really. No. <laughs> As you say, you do now. And then, um, yeah, went to uni and like did bits of like track and cross country stuff there. Just sort of, and then fell running in summer holidays. Yeah. And then when I was 19, so like end of first year of uni, I did that summer trip. And that's when I was really like, oh, this is sort of what I want to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then... Be a van bum or be a fellow. Or be, be a fellow. <laughs> both. Yeah, both, then, yeah. Yeah, and then came back and then sort of off the back of that trip, because I'd started doing a bit more running, started to have a few good results and was like, this is... Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I started to click there and then lockdown, I just did like lots of walking and that got me quite fit for like long things oh, okay. and stuff. Well, like you planned long walks for just fun or was this a training, um, training tactic? I, I was or? doing, I was probably doing too much running at the start of lockdown. Yeah. And then, um, got then got a, bit of, got a bit of like a niggle in my hip. Yeah. So found that it was fine to walk. So I just did loads of walking uphill. Oh wow. Um, at, at that point I was like faster walking uphill than I've ever run uphills before. So I got blank after three times and I could like walk a bit quicker than I'd ever run. Oh right. Okay. That was your thing. Yeah. Um power hiking, hands on the thighs. That's or... it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Nice. Were you using poles when you were walking or not? Um for the purpose of the podcast, oh, no. Oh. <laughs> power running royalty, Matt Elkington just walked in after a run. Looking fairly tired, I'm Yeah, saying. looking pretty tired. Got a fuck from yesterday. <laughs> Cheers, Matt. <laughs> yeah, so we've lost our train of thought now. That handsome man's walked through the house. Um, You're talking about Harry walking with poles. Ah, thank you, mate. Yeah, do you use poles a lot? Um, not that much. Just sort of sometimes in winter and like walks and things like that. Okay. Um, not been getting the poles out all the time over here. He's been trying to. I think. I think the slander from everyone else sort of. Restricts it a bit. Oh, yeah, really? Get a bit, of, get a bit of abuse yeah, yeah, from yeah. Uh, old timers like this man. Yeah. Oh, stay strong. You, you <laughs> used them last week on a, a VK effort, which was. Yeah. But I, I, I think it's um, it's you almost weird not to use them on that sort of thing. So okay. that's fair enough. That's yeah, super yeah. steep. Yeah, super steep. Fifty odd percent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I wish I had balls on that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Harry was you a bit envious of him there? No, but I mean, it wasn't the most. Uh, competitive days was it I don't know <laughs> yeah it was about 40 degrees yeah. when we finished yeah. I think 37 when we got back yeah. oh nice yeah it's just what you need isn't it <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah and that was my f- first um, first day back on caffeine so I was a bit sort of shaky as well oh, a bit too excitable uh, yeah. did it get a bit too much in Italy you said the coffee was good over there I relapsed well no actually it's, do you know what it is the coffee's good there but it's quite hard ordering decaf there um, yeah. They're not used to it, I don't think, really. Ah, okay. Um, it's because you say decaf instead of decaffeinato. Yeah, you should say decaf. It's like, you'll say decaf, they give yeah. you a funny look. You say decaffeinato, and they're like, oh yeah, I know what you mean now. But like, all you've done is added arto on there. Like, decaf, <laughs> surely that means decaffeinato, but, you know. Well, I'm off to Italy next, so I'll have a word with them for you. Yeah, I'll no, see what I can do. Try it out, yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it's crazy. So yeah, no, yeah. I'll relapse them back on it, but I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Um, I seem to be doing okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, Got some lovely decaffeinated Yorkshire tea if you'd like a brew after this. So. Decaffeinated? Get a bit of caffeine in you, mate. <laughs> Grow up there. Come on. 
Oh, there's peer pressure here to have caffeine and all sorts, isn't there? It's a wild, it's a wild place. It's a wild challenge. So were you coached at Keswick or do you just generally just... No, I just do my own thing. On. I quite enjoy yeah. um, like trying to work out my own training and stuff. And, it, and that's what I was hearing. Is that sort of spreadsheet heaven for me? Um, that's more sort of analysis afterwards of things. Okay. Um, so what, what would you be analysing in your training then, Harry? What? Um, well, well, one of the biggest things of spreadsheets is uh, nutrition, um, just sort of using that to plan races and then sort of then like analyse it afterwards no you've got me interested there. I think you're going to teach me something <laughs> ask him about his sweat rate I've, I've never actually done that oh is that that's still a, a prototype that's, sorry that's a prototype yeah. oh what are you going to weigh yourself before and after races yeah um, or before and after like a run at a certain temperature to then yeah. work out how much I need to drink and will you weigh obviously you'll weigh your drinks before yeah okay so that's one page of your spreadsheet so you're going to get into figuring out how much you're going to sweat okay what's your nutrition spreadsheet you need to talk talk me through this because I'm nutrition's probably not my strongest um it's just working out like how many carbs an hour you're having um, during races okay um and then sort of seeing how that changes for different lengths of races and um so like the first long race I did or the first long effort was the T-round yeah um when I was 20 or 21 I think okay and then I sort of just kept note of what I've had since then in each like long effort yeah and have you found that you've need you've been eating more as you've gone on did you like under eat on the tea round or um I think I just probably ate the wrong things like I was having like naked bars and bananas and things like that um and since then I've like started to have a bit more thought about what I'm eating what are you having then um, Voom bars, Voom bars, <laughs> Voom bars, um, and then like the drink mixes that they do as well. Okay, um, and pretty much that for most things. So you're pretty much everything. on Voom stuff. You're not having like you're not making stuff at home. Um, I've thought about it, um, but I've yeah never quite ventured into making okay. my own yet. Okay, so say Dudden this year, how many Voom bars were you? Oh, that was a so because that was hot. I was going more for drink mixes. Um, I like the thought he puts into oh, it. It's great, it? I was just asking to do mine for me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Harry, what do I need? Have you given him weights of yourself and like? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Usually, I'm doing the same race, same sort of coffee. Yeah, there's a bit of a bit of a malfunction at uh, with the nutrition at Dudden. Is there? malfunction? Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, We'd, uh, someone was um, we'd like agreed that someone was going to go and meet us and give us bottles at um, at the leg changeovers and then um, do you want to put their name out there I mean I probably, harsh probably, probably not <laughs> <laughs> you can tell you story and then we'd sort of we'd all given like in certain bags like knowing which one was which yeah and then at the leg changeover um, I got um, got handed a bottle and was like oh is this one mine and then didn't think anything of it and then halfway up the climb took a sip of it and it was orange squash oh. and then I was thinking I'm going probably to probably even no added sugar these days yeah. as well. like, probably. then I was panicking thinking I was going to have to get back with uh, no fuel yeah what and then um, luckily at the top of uh, Gavin Dale gave me a, a square of Voom bar which was very kind of him what a guy um, and then um, yeah and then at the top of the hill spoke to Mark Lamb and he was like oh yeah my water tastes a bit funny today and uh, he had the last bits of my drink mix so yeah, have a lot of swap. Got, uh, some, got some energy back. The thing is, though, actually, so did he have a better race? 
He did actually finish very strong because he actually had something for once. He actually ate something. So. Oh. It That's really maybe does lots. depend though how you make your orange squash. Yeah. Because the way I used to make it, that would probably get you around pretty fast because I basically put no water in it. <laughs> so just pure concentrate. Just pure cordial. So if you're doing that, you're going to be hopped up the whole way around, really. Yeah. Um, but then if you make it like some people and it's just still water yeah. with, a, with a hint of orange, you're not going to do too well, are you? <laughs> so what was it? What was it like, the cordial? Strong or not strong? Mm, pretty weak. Well, there you go. Yeah, that's a problem. Solved it, haven't you? Yeah, if you just had pure cordial, rest my case. Yeah. He would have been away. Yeah. yeah. Next time. And, and Mark Lamb was expecting that. So Mark Lamb gets around. Mark Lamb hadn't brought anything. Really. That's his problem. He'd not brought anything. That was just someone giving him one. Bit of low hanging that. fruit left, Mark Lamb. <laughs> yeah. Make cordial stronger. There you go. <laughs> right. We could do it. You could even do him a spreadsheet, which yeah. could yeah. entail all the information he needs for that. <laughs> So you've got nutrition, you've got potentially looking into your sweating. And what other stuff do you analyse post-training or post-runs in? Um, I try not to overthink it too much, just okay. sort of keeping log of like how much I've done and like certain sessions and yeah, and then like seeing if like I'm getting faster or slower or things like that. Or if you're getting slower, what happens then? Um try and work out why and okay. not overthink it too much no, no crisis so. no crisis okay so that's that's obviously got your results over the longer races yeah yeah could be partly partly for it yeah thing is Harry's got like Harry's got training logs for like years now so he can like if he ever has niggles he can look back and see what different things he's doing it's yeah like, I like it keep, is useful keep like. note of like different niggles I've had and like then when I work out what's caused it I'll like, make a note of that yeah. So if I get that niggle in future, I can try and work it out. Okay. And are you planning it before, or are you just running just what you fancy? Um, I plan it out loosely, but not too much. Yeah. Um, just sort of, the start of the week, I'll like work out what I want to do, and then I'll fit that in on certain days, depending on like when I feel ready to do it. And are you okay talking about your work, with work, say? Um, I've not actually asked them to start oh. typing it, but... <laughs> so, shall we? Or... Um, yeah, we probably can. So you work for Choron Hill... The uh, famous international <laughs> brand. What do you do for Ron? Um, so I'm a footwear designer and design the new range of running shoes. It is why we've it's been taking forever to get Harry out of any of the places at the expos, hasn't he? He's having a good old. Oh god! Yeah. Everything's research. Everything <laughs> is been research. Yeah, I'm getting a bit nerdy at the expo. Yeah. Looking yeah. different things. Yeah. So you design footwear. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so I've been doing that for about 18 months now. Oh, wow. Um, for Ron Hill. Yeah. And designing a bit of the gear or...? Um, just shoes for now. Um, there's uh, potential for, for other things in the future, but we'll see. Where's, where, where is that based then? Um, so it's based just outside of Manchester, but I'm remote so I can work okay. whenever and wherever, which is pretty handy. Yeah. So you're not having to... Be up and down the old M6 all the time. No. Is the M6? Out the back of a Peugeot Partners where he's been working most recently, that's true. Very nice office, if you ask me. Very nice. <laughs> okay. So, do they give you a bit of a foot up in any of this? Do they help you out at Ron Hill or are you just pretty much. Um, no, they give me like help as and when needed, but yeah, most of it's just sort of, yeah, sort of quite self sufficient with it. Yeah. Okay. He is quite nerdy with it though, so I feel like he's probably quite a good person to have on there. 
Yeah. Job, you know, we're, we're just making Harry out to be a bit of a nerd at the minute. Yeah, I'm getting about all his spreadsheets. It's a bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah, maybe a bit unfair. Yeah, quartering me. Should you tell us a really bad story since we've You've got some stories on it. I could think some up. If you're just talking about yourselves, I guess I know. <laughs> <laughs> it has been going really well, hasn't it? Have you had like bad experiences out on the sales over the last few years? Have you had things going wrong for you? Um, in what way? Uh, getting monumentally lost. Um, um, yeah, not too much. Mostly just like getting cold in winter or things like that. But yeah, we'll sort of live and learn. Yeah, Harry's famous for his arm arm sleeves. His arm warmers. Yeah, yeah. That. Harry's famous for his arm warmers. So this man gets cold quite easily, actually. Um, I mean, arm warmers is something I've never worn. Have you ever worn arm? I've never worn arm warmers. Uh, there you go. Have you? Have you? Have you no. Oh. If the listeners have started smelling something funny, Matt Elkington's mouth. <laughs> you don't know, sat on the sofa. The champion has entered the building. Yeah, here he is. Um, but yeah, it's not something I've ever put in my, in my kit list, got to be honest. I mean, just choose, short sleeve or long sleeve, do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I would have thought. So what, do you occasionally whip, whip them out mid-race? Yeah, pretty handy. Getting a bit cool, put some arm warmers on. What about if you rolled up your long sleeve? And then if you were getting a bit cold, you could roll but your long sleeve down. But if you're not wearing a long sleeve... I've got room in my bum bag for... Mm, you see, oh. that's, that's part of it. You could have the smallest bum bag for going. <laughs> so that's why I say, roll your sleeves up, roll them back down. Simple as. Yeah. Well, he's, he likes to do things his own way, is what yeah, we're discovering about Harry here, isn't it? Quirky. <laughs> <laughs> so... This year, you've then, in the middle of the champs, just gone gallivanting round Europe, so that meant you missed Chapel Fell. Yeah. Um, you missed Sedba. Some of, some people were at Sedba running well, weren't they? I wouldn't say running well, but I was there. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to ask you how Sedba was, because so far we've just got Nick Barber standing on a hill in the wind. I mean, he did a very good job, but... You can't hear all of it, so... You can hear a little bit about you, though. Just saying you look tired. I was very tired. <laughs> <laughs> very, very tired. So you'll be back for Shelf Moor? Yeah, yeah, that'll be the last one of the English for me. Uh, okay. Complete the series. Not being quite as good as last year, but... No. Because that I'll just do, like, the minimum number of races, but... Yeah. Sometimes enough, enough to help the team out, so... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then you got fell relays as well. Yeah, yeah, it's um, in Keswick this year. It's been uh, helping to design the routes for. Have you? Mm. Got us anything tasty? Um, don't know how much I can say for now, but it's around mm. around Coldell Horseshoe sort of area. Okay. Um, from Matty Atkinson's house. Actually, from his house. From his house, yeah. That's nice. You yeah. start in his living room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to find your way out of his basement. His mum's doing tea cake in yeah, the yeah, garden yeah. master. Lovely. Oh, that's great. Okay. And will you be in the A team for Keswick? Hopefully, I don't know. Um, could be quite competitive to get into. <laughs> <laughs> Jake's yeah. uh, pushing me away there. I was going to move over. No. Yeah, no comment. No comment. <laughs> okay. Well, there's always a spot for Wrexham for you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, with you being a bit of a specialist on 
it, I think, anyway, I've seen you do really well in the longer races in England. Have you then got your eyes on longer races in Europe? And has this trip inspired you to? Um, this like before this year, like um, probably like this time last year, I was thinking next year I'd probably like to do like longer races, maybe through ultras or something. Yeah. Um, but during this year, I've kind of decided I actually quite enjoy the shorter ones. Yeah. Um, so maybe have another year or two of doing like fell races and like shorter ones, and then maybe see about ultras or something a little bit longer in the future. So stick with the champs and then coming out to Europe in the summers, is that? Seems to be quite a nice formula, yeah. Good, all right, there's no holding him back here, is there? What do you reckon, Matt? Do you think he's... It's the four weeks of summer that he gets or whatever. Is that what they give you at 1-0? Just infinite, really. Infinite summer, yeah. It's almost eight weeks now here. There you go. That's not a bad job, is it? Better than being a maths teacher, Jake? Well, I get six weeks, so, I mean, I can't complain. Did we get through all the races you've done in Europe? Because now, actually, you've had a good race. You rolled your ankle just jogging into town the other week. And you yeah. had a good race, what was it, yesterday? Uh, yesterday, yeah. Yeah, so race from Friday. That seemed to go pretty well. Yeah. Um, then on Sunday, rolled my ankle. Monday, I was like, I'm not racing. And then Monday evening, I was like, I may as well give it a go. Yeah. Um, and then... Felt pretty good. Able Tuesday to... about ten past two he dropped me. <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 what did you think? Did you think did your ankle just felt loads better or are you just addicted um, to racing? Yeah, just addicted to racing really. Um bit of tape and I thought the game plan was kinda of just to push the uphills and probably just end up jogging the downhills, but it felt okay. Yeah. So race the downhill too. Is alright? You're Missing one key uh, event though, we did Sierra Zanal as well, which was before. Yeah, oh yeah, before the, And you know about Sierra Zanal, you were there. Oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah, I, I, funnily enough, I saw Jake at Sierra Zanal last year. I didn't I didn't know him. I thought he looked like Sheffield Wednesday's goalkeeper, Joe Wildsmith. Yeah, I get that a lot. So I was telling I was telling my mate, oh, there's that Keswick lad who looks a bit like a goalkeeper that he didn't even know. That's how great my chat is with my friend Bart. He's just like, cheers, chat. And uh, he was like, stop being silly, because you had a I think you had a better time last year. Wow, really? Yeah, I genuinely thought, I, I was like, is he from Keswick or is he Spanish? And then I think I even said hello and you just didn't notice, so. Uh, mm, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think we were racing up the hill. But no, yeah, so. no, I'm not Spanish, I was from Keswick, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Keswick, born and bred. That's what brought us to this, because I wanted to ask that. There's rumours that you are indeed the first Lincolnshire-born Welshman. <laughs> Yeah, the rumours are true, actually, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> God, where do I start? Um, so, yeah, born in Lincoln, Lincolnshire Yellow Belly. Okay. Lived there for all of four days, actually. So, not a long time, no, but no. lovely place. And actually, not been back since. No. Ever. Four days might have been enough. Probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, probably four too many, really. <laughs> and then, then lived in Wales for all of nine years. Yes. Right. Nine years, not hearing that incorrectly. Nine years. Is that yeah. not in Shropshire for nine years? No, in the heart of Wales. Hollyhead, actually, and Cardiff. Fairly Welsh places, if you Yeah, I'd say so. Um, and then, yeah, settled around the Midlands. Um, yeah. Went to university in Manchester. Yeah. Lived in Lancashire for a bit. Yeah. Lived in Keswick for a bit. Um, you still living there now? Now I'm in Kendall, actually. Ah. Um, so, I've only lived there for three days. I'm going to go back there after this and <laughs> settle down, you know, um, see what it's got to offer. But yeah. Is it significant that you're Welsh, but 
Is it not quite being recognised that you have? Yeah, no, it's not yet. I think it's still an ongoing case, actually, so probably shouldn't speak on it too much. Ah, okay. It's not the... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. Well, yeah, nine years, obviously, isn't it? So, yeah, we'll leave that. You're hoping to get in the Welsh team, basically. Yeah, I uh, yeah. was hoping to, yeah. But what, have you just represented England too many times? Is that the issue? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yes, it's too many times, yes. <laughs> this is too bloody topic, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, is it so great? I'm, I feel like bad now. I thought it was something you wanted to talk about. Uh, shucks. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, well. Do you feel that we've given the listeners a fair sample of the Bolton? I mean, I've heard he's a fantastic dancer. He is, actually, yeah. And I wish they could see, as opposed to just hear. Um, yeah. So, well, <laughs> yeah, can we hear you dance? You actually probably could hear him dance. I mean, there's a... Uh, a bit of stomping going on. Stomping. <laughs> you say stomping, but you found it light on your feet. I, yeah. Like some people would, because there's, there's there is some woman who called the praying mantis. Yeah. And actually, Harry's dancing was quite similar to his. Okay. Um, I remember them having some some form of dance off, and it looked quite cool. Actually. Oh, you have dance offs. Oh yeah. All the yeah. Time. Uh. Dance offs that maybe David Andrew could commentate on. Do you know what I mean? Wow. I've got dance offs. Is he quite <laughs> limby? Are there, is there a lot of limb? He's like, he's he's like a old string puppet. I'd say that's how I describe it. Yeah. Oh, that's how I describe it. Yeah. As a compliment, like, in a good how way. That's how he dances. Yeah. No, you've hit the nail on the head, that's Lots of limbs. Lots of limbs. <laughs> Lots of limbs. Ah, okay. A lot of commitment, yeah. No, it's really good. Yeah. 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 Has he got a strong lunge? Oh, yeah, a strong lunge. And actually, he's really good at, like, Irish dancing. Is he? Yeah. Yeah, he's quite so an that's Irish That's the footwork for downhill. A lot of the footwork, yeah. That's why he has quite strong, like, um, Ankles like dorsal flexion. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. Good descender from his from his dancing. Yeah. Do you ever do a throw in a knee slide? No, you've got, to, got to protect the knees a bit more. Knees, yeah, yeah. Just, just stick to the Irish dancing. Okay. Yeah, a little bit of crowd surfing here and there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good fun. Yeah. So I don't know. What's your dancing technique like, Charlie? Very limmy. Is it very limmy also? Yeah. Yeah. I've, Twice dislocated my kneecap dancing, so it's, it's, it's a lot so of the knees. Yeah. <laughs> Did your dancing change when you got rid of the perm? Or not? <laughs> I can imagine you dance differently with the perm, no? Yeah, you do. You let it all. You let it all fly. Yeah, yeah. It kind of comes with the the confidence of having a perm. I think my dancing is a sad story. Really. I, I'm a lot more reserved now after uh, the after the severe injuries. Yeah, I'm actually there was about. Three months had passed after, like, uh, you know, I got out of my. I was in like a full cricket brace. I couldn't bend the knee for six weeks. Yeah, and I was at a wedding, and (laughs) the first dance sort of happened. Everyone got invited on. (laughs) I just wasn't thinking. Just straight into a lunge, ripped the trouser of just like I just lunged, and just the whole thigh just just ripped from the middle. And so for the rest of the night, I just had a. A massive open thigh. And that was at a wedding? Yeah. So you wedding. really stole the show as well. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that as well. Yeah. yeah. Some bursting, so some bursting quads there. There's, uh, I'm quite long, so I think you... <laughs> torso wise, wise. <laughs> <laughs> Legs are long, yeah. Legs are long, yeah. Long, yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah you, make, you make use of what you've got. You, yeah, you've got that, I suppose, yeah. Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, I suppose you have got limbs, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you use them, I guess, yeah. Yeah, we're flexible. We'll move on. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we've covered dancing, we've covered spreadsheets, we've covered most of your Italian 
top with a little bit of Switzerland in there. Have I missed any races? Have you missed any races? I don't think. We've briefly mentioned everything. So, so the pair of you, how do you feel about the English Bell Champs? Because this is actually a, a review of Sedbra, which three of us weren't at. We've got a chap here who was at Sedbra. Yeah, I'll talk about Sedbra. Oh, really? That's great. Yeah. Um, I heard it was steepest F. It was. I, I really enjoyed the first half where it was like a bit climby and a bit lumpy and a bit rough. Yeah. And then I was, I was in a nice... I saw that, actually. I saw in the results that you were actually the first fastest. Oh, I had the fastest split. Castly I was not. never leading, though, sadly. Yeah. No, you had the fastest split. Um, and, like, I was just in a little Ambleside team time trial with Ben Sharrock as we yeah. watched the, the big league group, like, slowly oh, off of the distance. Um, and then we got to sort of halfway, and there's, like, a big, long running track running back, and... I started going backwards and Ben left me. Then Tim. But I think Ben also. Ben did you drop anchor really... snip bar, but like, I did. I did drop anchor a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit runnable. Yeah. Uh, well, ben, Ben's got a, quite a fast mullet at the minute, I think. So he's going pretty well. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, Is anyone else's hair? You've. Uh, well, he's my he's my most recent sort of prodigy. Um, and he came seventh. So did he come seventh? Do you, do you yeah. feel it's like performance enhancing? I mean, Matt could probably tell you. I mean, what do you think was the difference? Yeah, it was painful watching the mullet yeah. disappear. Yeah, Mike. Yeah, her. Uh, you think he, he looks like a muppet and he's dropping me? It's just like <laughs> it's a really double double whammy. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to cut that. Oh, that's staying in. sound. Yeah, no, it usually does help. I remember gave Dan Howard one last year, and he was going pretty well after that. But he's got this long hair at the minute. Dan Howard was that? Howard. Oh, good. Have you heard of him? <laughs> no. I, I, yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone should take anything out of that lovely uh, mane of hair. But, no. you know, that's, that's my feelings. I think they've been <laughs> sold on the pod. <laughs> Are you living vicariously through him at the minute? Yeah, <laughs> I wax lyrical about Dan's hair all the time. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah it seems to, be, seems to do well. I mean, seems he's doing pretty well at the minute. Because you're think. working on Matt to get a little mullet, aren't you? That's There's a few people, like. yeah. Um, Probably look quite good for them, actually. Thanks, but I'm not going to get one. <laughs> <laughs> That's that. We've digressed. So, uh, so yeah, in terms yeah. of the actual front, I think Billy and Brennan got to the last top together. Yeah. And then Billy fell off it faster. Yeah. So he's prone to do it. Yeah. And I think that gets Billy the win overall. Or I think that gets Billy the win overall. It's looking that way, and isn't it? Ben Rothery gets second. Yeah. And there's a few who can get bronze. Yeah, there's a big battle for third, isn't there? Finish. And then I think in the women's... I think Nick's not quite technically won it, but basically has. Yeah. Um, just ahead of Benny Fick. Yep. And then the British, Billy won again. Ben Sharrock got the second. I got third somehow, because no one goes to the British races. So thanks for that, guys. And nice. then in the women, well Nick, done. Congratulations. Cheers. Nick, Nick won that as well. Yeah. And I, can't, I feel bad because I can't remember second or third. Don't worry. Oh, I'll do the little results. Yeah. Afterwards. Yeah. So yeah, it was, it, was a, it was a good race for them. It was quite a nice day. You know. Yeah. What do you want? There were prizes for the last, for having the fastest descent at the end. I think Nick and Billy both won them as well, shockingly. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. I think I don't know if next year, if it's going to, you have to get Nick to confirm whether it's going to be like a one a two-off race next year or a whole series still. In terms of team, <laughs> I think Keswick just about edged it. I think for the British, I don't know if it's confirmed the English yet. Were you talking British or English then? Both. Well, there might just be two races for the English. Oh, for, no, for, for the, the British. British oh, sorry, yeah. I meant for the team or something. Both, but um, ah. for the F, I think the British. 
quite a few rumours about um, about yeah. races for next year. Yeah. The British. Yeah, lots of speculation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sounds like there's going to be about 15 races in the lake, <laughs> yeah, based yeah. on the rumours. <laughs> yeah. It's good and sort of have a team up then. <laughs> yeah, that, that cover off, that comes off super nice. <laughs> yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. I think there wasn't a lot nice. of climb, you could see a long way, no navigation required. No. Boring. Yeah. And then, yeah, it, then it leaves, so there's that big battle for third in the men's and potentially a battle for third in the women's, I yeah. imagine, at Shelf Moor, which, will you be going to Shelf Moor? I will be, yes, I can't say I'm in the battle for third, but I'll be there. Mm-hmm. Likewise, yeah. Oh, I'm not going to go, nor am I in the battle for third. <laughs> <laughs> shush, shush. I've got some of the race, I've got like a different race plan. So. It's got bigger fish to fry. Nice. <laughs> yeah. What is that fish? Uh, Ring of steel. Oh, of course. Yes. Oh, the trail we're in now, you see. Ah. That's week. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. Are you going to wear a kilt? Probably not, actually. Slow me down, I think. Mm. Plus, culture appropriation, all that. You want to. I said the apple cart, do you? Yeah, that could be a good point, really, yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, release. Um, if, you get, uh, if, you get in, if you get in. Yeah, I'll, I'll get in. Yeah. You'll be in the team for the release. Oh, fingers crossed. Thanks, Charlie. Thanks for giving. I'm, sure, I'm so certain of it. Okay. Yeah, so relays will be the big showdown. So obviously, Harry knows knows the route because he's planned them all. Cheeky, cheeky, isn't he? There's been a lot of tension in the house this week to ask between the yeah. Amber side, Kezia. We had, we had Finn Grant up earlier at Dark Peak, you know. Yeah. Like... yeah. 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 We've got Ethan Runners. Ethan Runners. Don't know what that, what that offers for, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some respect, please. Yeah, that's my bad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we'll see. Nice. Hodgson's here we go. Yeah. Is there anything you're looking forward to, Harry? Um, just, just relays in general, really. It was good fun. Yeah. Always a great time of year, isn't it? Yeah. It's lovely. Hodgson's are particularly great, I think. Yeah. It's good, good fun day, isn't it, with all the logistics? Yeah, I, I just... I Well, last year, I just went into full captain mode I didn't even pick myself I just drove around and made sure everybody got to so, so nice it, it was lovely yeah it was a great great day out <laughs> remember pork pie very fondly um, <laughs> <laughs> so there was something if you had a theme tune Ooh. for the fell running before you came out Harry and I mean you could throw some shapes potentially to this so do think about mm. it what would your theme tune be? I don't know, really. Uh, have you got one for him? Have I got one for him? Have you got one for yourself, Jake? What's the context? Like, where would it be played? So, I think we're just going to give like people like walkout music oh, before right, the start okay. of any chance races. Oh, that'd be great, wouldn't it? Get them into the starting pen with a bit yeah. of like on, music. Like on Fletter when uh, Condor yeah. had the surf in the USA and jumped on a surfboard. Yeah, that was great. That'd be pretty that's good. Yeah, there you go. What would you have for Harry? Hmm... Something that I cut a few shapes to. Get loosened up for the downhill. Maybe like a Peggy Goo song or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, a bit of na 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 na. na, na. na. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, yeah, I'll go for that. I'll go for that. <laughs> Brilliant. Is that going to be quite hard for me to do an acoustic cover? Um, no, it's like a few it's, words. It's like it? a few words. Na 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 na. Do you ask this question because you've got one for you? Or not? Oh, do you know what? I've not actually got one for myself. You, you must have thought. You must have, yeah. You've asked it enough times. Yeah, I have, haven't I? <laughs> I? I think I've, I've flipped between a few things, yeah. 
Quite, I, th- I think the Bee Gees staying alive would, Ooh, be, that'd be, a good that'd be a strong choice. Yeah. Why, because you're just hoping to make it through? <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, just to get to the end of the race in one piece. Yeah. What would it be for Matt? Ooh. Matt's had it. Oh, you've had yours? Thunderstruck. What, by who? ACDC. Oh, really? And I played oh, it, that... and then I looked up that you probably shouldn't actually be playing other people's music on your podcast, so I had to quickly take oh, it down. Yeah, Absolutely yeah. made my day, though. So happy. <laughs> so happy. <laughs> life goal achieved yeah <laughs> and if you could go for dinner with a fell running legend Harry who would that legend be and what would you have for your dinner <laughs> um, you can't say Jake Collier <laughs> <laughs> um, I know a lot of people choose like sort of modern current fell runners um, I don't know someone like Colin Valentine could be quite interesting Keswick AC legend there you go um, yeah why and Colin? Then, um, no, he's just a nice guy. He's sort of probably got a lot of stories to tell about different things. and Yeah. 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 And what would you uh, be having for your tea? Um, probably go for some sort of like sourdough Italian pizza. Oh, yeah. With, with, a, bit of rock, with a bit of rock on top. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it'll be taking Colin Valentine instead of you, Jake. I yeah, hope you feel okay about that. Assume Colin's a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> so I will be saying goodbye to you on the pod. I'm actually hanging out with you for the rest of the day, unfortunately for you. Um, <laughs> is there anything you'd like to say goodbye to Harry before he signs off, Jake? Oh, it'd probably be a bit too emotional to do it. Yeah, you, I think. yeah something emotional from your trip. Oh, Any wow. favourite memories of. Favourite? Oh, uh, <laughs> don't cry. Oh, I don't know, yeah. Don't cry, Si. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. What, what's a good memory from the trip? Um, oh, oh, no, they can't see it. He's drumming again. Um, <laughs> Has he been doing a lot of air drumming in the So van? much. Oh, getting cooking with a wooden spatula or something. The guy goes ham. Yeah. Literally, yeah. It's really good. And he's learned this thing where he does a little spin with the, with the wooden spoon. Yeah, ben Barker's nodding his head. Uh, and it's like, and then he goes into a bit of drumming thing. But I don't think he even plays the drums. But it's still pretty impressive. Yeah. You're, you're more of a visual guy, really. I don't know <laughs> of getting you on the podcast, don't I? In, in terms of video like, podcast. I should have videoed it. I could have seen you. He's more of a mime artist, really. Is it? Yeah. 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 He makes some shapes on the fells, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. That should be involved. That should be a thing, really, shouldn't it? Like. Some sort of you know race where you've got to start throwing some shapes. No? <laughs> <laughs> Not that bombshell. It's time to end the show. <laughs> Could you promote my mullet business at the end of the time? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think go now. Just, oh, really? just oh, before, tell us all about you, um, what you do. So yeah, um, probably going to start up maybe just before the FRAs this year. Probably yeah. seems like a good good chance to start. Um, I've got a bit of a portfolio of some soft mullets I've been giving out. Yeah. Um, Probably gonna, I'm going to shape up your beard a little bit. Or? If you'd like to. Yeah. yeah. Not I good. think some racing stripes could be good. Yeah, like yeah. I said, the, the top's probably a bit of a lost cause now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I dream of a fringe, but... Well, yeah. I don't know how good I am, really. <laughs> um, yeah, the portfolio is building. Um, and then, yeah, before the FRAs, it'd be great to get some people down to the, down to the van. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll, we'll have people watching me yeah. do it, but I'll yeah. be watching them as well, yeah. just to make sure that, you know... Just, Things are kosher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like all the Keswick team mullets. Yeah, all the Keswick team, yeah. 
Yeah, maybe Matlock. I mean, Harry Holmes, he's had one off me, actually. Um, were we doing some transfer news on this? Oh, yeah, we were, yeah. Yeah, Harry Holmes. Is Harry Holmes on the move? Yeah, Oakley. <gasps> Ooh. <gasps> um, Ross that, Gollan, repla- Ross big money too. signing for Matlock yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. Replacing Mr. Holmes. Yeah, isn't that actually a free transfer? Yeah. Free transfers ahead of the relays. Yeah, yeah. Ahead um, of next year's relays. Apparently. Oh, is it? Sorry, Will it not be? Jam, yeah, once <laughs> in for this year. Not, not valid for this year, no. So it'd be, it'd be the last Matlock Mullet, you know, last soiree for mm. Mr. Holmes potentially. Potentially, yeah. So, so yeah, it'd be great for me to stretch it up before the race. Yeah, it'd be lovely if you could shake um, that up. Yeah. It'd, yeah, it'd be great. It'd be a win-win for both because I could take credit for people's wins. Yeah. Um, the aero. The aero, yeah, and they could just sort of help a small business out, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Well, yeah, there you are. If you would like your uh, hair shaped with a bit of a sporting aerodynamic mullet, Jake Collier is your man. Yeah, men and women. Men and women. Yeah. yeah. Lovely. Yeah. And uh, great having you on the podcast, Harry. Yeah, thanks for having me. Looking forward to big things over the next few years. And thanks for a little uh, little bit about Semper there, Matt. It was lovely to have you just drop in on us. Glad I could help. Good yeah, luck. It was lovely to have you, John. Yeah, Thank you. Good luck in the ring of steel as well. So it's time for the Sedbur results. Going to start with the men's open today. Did women's open first last time? Remember these things. Very important. First place was Billy Cartwright. Also known as the coach of Charles Albert Baker. Might be something we get into at a later date. Second, the quad master himself, Brennan Townshend. And third, former guest, lovely chap, Ben Rothery. On to the Women's Open. Tying up the British champs as well her partner Billy did um, as well as she won oh, it's probably a bit soon to say that but pretty much got the English in the bag as well is Nicola Jackson of Keswick AC incredible work from Nicola um, I think you know this English champs has been long coming but it looks like it's on its way into Keswick don't actually know where they live I think as part of the coaching deal uh, Billy did say there would be no uh, face-to-face contact or stalking of him um, Catherine Taylor of Black Coon Runners was second and third was Rose Mather on to the male vet 40s Rob Jeb was First Vet 40 and is also going to be First Vet 45. Incredible. Um, he was also, I think he was top 10 overall. Let me just click back on to the seniors. Uh, he was, he was number 10. And then second, the age doper, Stephen Hebblethwaite. He was close behind. And third was Andy Fallas. On to the women's vet 40s. First was Sharon Taylor. Second was Victoria Wilkinson. And third was Lou Osborne. 
onto the 45s as we already heard first was rob jeb second was owen belby and third was gavin mulholland onto the women's 45s first was victoria wilkinson second was lou osborne and third was mel price into the men's 50s First was Gavin Mulholland, who we also saw just been third, hadn't he, in the uh, 45, so incredible run from him. Second was Kenny Richmond, and third was Carl Gray. The women's 50s, we have Lou Osborne in first, second, Mel Price, and third, Sarah Hodgson. In the men's 55s, we have John Hunt. First, James Barron, second, and Andrew Schofield, third. In the women's 55s, we have Sarah Hodgson, first, Deborah Gowan, second, Jane Croson, third. In the men's 60s, we have Dave Prosser, second, Colin Donnelly, third, Paul Cornforth, and father of the guest, Tony Bolton, was in fifth place. In the women's 60s, we have Jane Croson, first, Rowena Brown, second, and Wendy Dodds is taking third in the 60s, so she's going to be popping up. Oh, there isn't a women's 65 for this one, but I'm sure she would have been high up in that one. Um, John Tully, or Tully, uh, first, men's 65, Lee Warburton, second, and Simon Entwistle in third. And the women's 70s, Wendy Dodds, all out on her own, smashing it. And the men's 70s, we have Simon Brearley, Mick Morehouse of Matlock Athletic Club in second, and David Gold of Mercia Fellrunners. The men's under 23s. That was claimed by Ben Sharrock with his soft mullet. Um, second was Edward Corden. And third was Felix Wilson. And in the women's under 23s, it was all out on her own. Alice Gamble taking the win. So there you have it. That's the Sedba review. Big congratulations to um, the race winners, Billy Cartwright and Nicola Jackson, all the cat winners and podium places, and anybody who basically got themselves around what sounded to be a bit of a tough course. Um, there is still a little bit left to play for in the champs, so we will be doing a shelf more preview. Um, I really enjoyed listening to Harry and uh, his good friend Jake who was I think there was a little bit of satire in uh, a few of Jake's comments but he uh, provided us some good entertainment there and he is providing people as I say with what they call a soft mullet but yes uh, two interesting uh, chaps to talk to I liked the bit we saw Harry's teacher Um, there's you know down at the UTMB there's all these stalls and lots of uh, trainers for sale and we saw Harry chatting with his teacher and it sort of reminded me of um, footballing legend 
Ian Wright. Um, Ian Wright, if you're not aware, his teacher was pivotal in him playing football. And if you want a little tear, there's a lovely video on YouTube where uh, Ian meets up with his old teacher uh, after years and years. The guy that he thanks for, or, you know, feels is pivotal in getting him out there and, and helping him with his career. And I think also it was similar with Eve Pannone. She, um, she had a good coach at Eden Runners. So, I mean, the reason I think I'm bringing that up is that, you know, sometimes there are people out there who will inspire uh, great things in, in young people. And I think, you know, under-23 champions at British and English fell is definitely a great achievement that those people look back on. Um, and I'm sure they will thank those people that push them towards it. Also with Harry, uh, there's, you know, and Eve as well, they're both smart, sharp people who, you know, really think about their training. Harry with his spreadsheets, which, you know, I quite like. He's really thinking it through and he's also giving us some pointers there on nutrition. Um so yeah, I think hopefully there were some things that you can take from that episode. Obviously, it was quite light-hearted hearing a bit of Harry and Jake's travels. Uh, what a great thing to be doing, you know. And it sounds like they'll continue to do this uh, over the next few summers, as long as it doesn't detract them too much from the champs. Really, if they still have um, ambitions there, because it is a six race series and uh the two years i've been more in, into it and following it i really do feel that if you want to give yourself a chance at being at the podiums there it's all about consistency and i think that's what billy and nicola are showing us they top the tables going into the final race their consistency has been incredible this year um and the years before they've been up there uh, so if people can keep enjoying it keep loving it and yeah actually that's one time I would use consistency and say yeah that consistency is key see you at the next one and uh, I look forward to it good luck in your training for shelf more Was a podcast. We talked about running, we talked about other things too. Thank you for joining, we hope you enjoyed it. That was on the bait foot.